The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Nine in ten nursing home residents have had positive experiences and have a positive view of the home in which they live. That's according to a new survey. Joining us to discuss the findings further is Tracy Carroll, who is head of the National Care Experience Programme with HICWA. And Tracy, the numbers that the the research has discovered have a, a figure of people who are content, who have either a good or a very good experience, being 90.3% of residents. That's heading towards the kind of number that would make you want to question the veracity of it, is it not? Um, I think, Anton, you'll find that um, we, this is the first national um, experience survey cap, You know that captures residents' experience directly. So we're hearing from them. We went in and we did face-to-face interviews with 718 residents and asked them, you know, about their experience from their perspective. And what we got was um, 90% said that they had, it was all around the staff, confidence and trust in their staff. And they acknowledged that the care and support that the staff provided provided them and that the staff checked in with them to see if they, you know, needed anything throughout the day. And this is what they really appreciate. And this is what, you know, results in a very positive experience from the people who are living in our nursing homes. Now, you're interviewing people about the care setting in which they dwell and from which they receive almost all of the services uh, that they depend on. Does that not have a tendency to lead people to be biased? Is there any way to control for the likely bias that somebody might feel? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what I would say to you is we um, looked internationally to see what was done. Um, we held focus groups with residents their family members, uh, people who work in the nursing homes, um, the professionals, and that's how we came up with our library of questions. Um, we then did a Delphi study, and from that we brought our library of questions, from, which was over 100, down to a more palatable amount of about 50. Um, we then worked with the nursing homes to um, invite all residents from the participating nursing homes to take part in the survey. And for those who are comfortable to take part, and that means if they had functional capabilities, if they, you know, they felt well on the day, and we had independent interviewers that met them uh, and went through the questions with them separately from the nursing home staff. Um, and all responses are completely anonymous. There's no way um, to bring it back to an individual. Um, so, yes, I think we can absolutely um, stand over the veracity of these responses. And while we 53 nursing homes took part in this survey, we can say it's a representative sample of the national profile in terms of location and size and ownership. So this would apply to all nursing homes across across the country. You say that it applied to 53. What percentage is that roughly of the overall number of nursing homes in the country? Um, in terms of bed capacity, it's about 10% that we went for. Um, and um, of the 10%, um, about a third were able to take part. So we were very grateful to all the residents that took part. And it is kind of a good reflection of their experience and what was what was good and very good. And also the 10% that outlined the areas that need to be improved. And Anton, I think... You know, that is really important because this is where they live and we do need to focus on that 10% to improve, you know, their well-being and make sure they're comfortable, you know, in their day-to-day lives of where they're in their home. 
The ten percent that raised concerns. What was the nature or of the common concerns that they raised? Um, it was around food, the food served, um, when they didn't have a staff member to talk to about their worries and fears, and when they weren't as involved as they'd like to be in decisions about their care and support. And so, you know, the HSE, who's a partner of the National Care Experience Programme that has run this um, survey, um, in addition to Nursing Homes Ireland and other organisations in that area are committed to driving improvements based on these findings because it's an evidence base that hasn't been there before and now they know where to focus their attentions and improve the experience for all residents. Tracy, thank you very much for coming on this evening. That's Tracy Carroll, who's head of the National Care Experience Programme with HICWA. We're joined as well by Valerie Cox, independent advocate for older people. Valerie, there's two sets of fairly significant numbers, 90 plus percent, just over the 90 percent mark, apparently, of those who dwell within um, nursing homes happy with their situations and a test of 10% of the homes being representative of the entire sector. Are you happy, do you think, with those numbers being accurate and fully representative? No, Anton, I'm not at all happy with that. I mean, I think it's a great idea to have your voice heard. But if you look at the survey, the nursing home staff were the people who identified the residents for this survey. So it's almost a self-assessment. Now, this included considering their functional abilities. And the most important thing here is that people are included regardless of their functional ability. Even the courts recognised the value of having an input from somebody who is incapacitated. This is the Assisted Decision-Making Capacity Act 2015. Now, that comes into law on the 21st of this month. And the courts will actually appoint someone to assist and support a person without capacity. And if we think about it, 60% of residents in our nursing homes have some form of dementia. Now, if we extrapolate that figure, that's possibly 15,000 residents who may not have been included in this survey at all. So maybe their voice wasn't being heard. And if you look at the results, I mean, the top result was 96.7% for residents who said, They got enough fresh water? Why is that question even in there? These people are paying an enormous amount of money, 1,698 a week, to be able to tell us that their top wonderful thing about the nursing home was they got enough fresh water. Then we got 15.5% who didn't like the food. Now, if we take that figure of 15.5% and expand it to 25,000 people, We've got 3,750 who do not like their food and having a rotten time in a nursing home because they can't eat the food. And some of the comments about the food are really awful. They're not involved in decisions that affect them. I mean, how bad is that? No autonomy. We strip their autonomy. And then they felt there was no staff member they could talk to about their worries or fears. Now, for me, Anton... These concerns are very, very worrying. And I think this is the side of it we should be looking at, not the fact that 96% of people were getting fresh water. I mean, for example, 16% said they didn't have as much control over their finances as they would like. What is that about? What's going on? What are we doing to their finances? But could I, could I put to you, Valerie, that what Hickman might say in response to that is, yes, absolutely, there may be concerns, but what, it, what shows a sea change in approach is that now we know what they are and we have a benchmark of great satisfaction across the board that allows a starting point to work at, with those who aren't. Well, I don't accept that we have a great benchmark here at all. 
because I think they haven't highlighted the smaller things which, you know, out of a figure of 700 and, or sorry, uh, 688 people, sounds like it's great. But it's not great. And my worries would be, I mean, remember, we're not even including people in this who are incapacitated or who were felt by the nursing home that they weren't good enough to take part in it, that they weren't well enough to take part in it. I think we should have had a bigger effort. I mean, for example, 38% of people, and remember, these are the functioning people, if you like, they said they'd not received enough information before moving into the nursing home. 21% said they were not involved as much as they wanted in the decision to move into the nursing home. I mean, Anton, that is a, they are very worrying statistics. And even if we look at the comments that came from relatives and friends on the overall experience, I mean, one of them was, I know they're understaffed, but I would appreciate more time on special occasions, such as birthdays and wedding anniversaries. That is an absolutely damning comment. What are we doing to it? I mean, these are, these are ourselves in 10, 20, 30 years' time when a lot more of the population will find they probably need the support of nursing homes because we're all living longer. Well, and on that, Valerie, that go back to that. In place now, I think we're facing a very worrying future. Indeed, go but back to that I'm first stat that you gave. You said, I mean, sorry, Valerie, it, just, I wanted to I return. I really do think that the figure is... They're Sorry. not being twisted or anything, but it's the way you interpret statistics. Okay, just I, like I just want to go back to one of those statistics, Valerie, if I can. Before a general election. The, the 38%, because where you say that nursing homes are going to become a factor of, uh, as the population ages, you said 38% of the residents felt they hadn't been talked to enough about their entry into the home. Is that correct? Yes, that's one of the statistics in the survey, but it's not the ones they're talking about. No. It was 243 people and they said they'd not received enough information before they moved into the nursing home. Which now, again may not be criticism of the nursing home, but nonetheless no. is desperately sad for the individual who is making such a significant life move and feeling that they're not doing it on complete info. You're absolutely right, Anton. I think it's very, very worrying. And another thing I thought was dreadful was that some of them were not happy about the activities in the nursing home, that they felt, you know, they couldn't pursue hobbies or things weren't adjusted to them. I mean, I think we're in many cases, and I know there's very good nursing homes out there, but I think in many cases, you know, we're just providing the fodder for the nursing homes and we're hoping for the best. I okay. just hope that people do get into the best nursing homes. But I think we need far more legislation in place to follow up on all of these things. And, you know, it's fine. And I listened to Tracy telling us all the good stuff. But I think we really need legislation in place now for people to go in and start working on this. Another OK, well, no, sorry, we don't have time for, for another thing if we can, Valerie, because time is just against it. But just uh, to, to re- no, no, not at all. To restate some of the, of the overarching numbers, because in, in HICWA's defence, they will obviously uh, wish those to be uh, restated. That being that, sure. according to HICWA, 90% of residents saying they had a, a good or very good uh, experience. And I think 87% of friends and family saying the same. But as you say, there are questions then about how they choose the uh, people who took part by virtue of them being selected by the nursing homes. Uh, Valerie Cox, thank you for coming on this evening. That was Valerie Cox, who is an independent advocate for older people. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.